All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome in to the January 9th edition of Oilers Nation Radio. Tyler, Bagmilk, Rick, Liam, Dan, yes, all five of us, yes, all in one room. Yes, we're going to talk about the Oilers for the next hour. The hottest team in the NHL. Feels good. Feels good, gents. Looking for another eight-game win streak. How about Cutter Goche, though? <laughs> oh, Dan, we're, we're going to get into Cutter Goche. diving into things. Back-to-back episodes, we've just dove right into the Philadelphia Flyers. Because Friday, we well, spoke just, about... Talks. I can't wait to talk about the All Star game. I feel like we did. Don't need to I think yeah. I brought something up right away. How many centers the Oilers have? Oh yeah, definitely. Have, uh, well, John eight, eight. John Tortorella <laughs> didn't want to talk about Connor McDavID. <laughs> yeah, but he sure as shit has to talk about Connor Goche. Connor Goche. Sorry, no, yeah, he geez. did not. He said, "I don't know him from a hole in the ground. I don't want to talk about this guy. He's not on the team anymore. I want but to talk about Jamie, who's on the team." But then he did know him from a hole in the ground. I don't. Do you think not. that his parents were huge fans of Mariano Rivera? Probably only explanation, really. Mm-hmm. Where else? Do or you Maybe they're, they're lumberjacks, or they're mm-hmm. seafarers, and they like the type of ship, the cutter. Mm. Oh, diamond uh, industry! They're cutting diamonds. Ah. Mm. We're gonna get into some league notes a little bit later on because there's a lot of headlines. His dad was a huge golf guy. He was cutter <laughs> Gauthier for a while. <laughs> they just couldn't read it on the birth yeah, certificate very work. well. Uh, the Oilers have played once since we last did a podcast. So what happened? We'll, they won again, right? They were inspired by my golf yes. game or my bowling game on Friday. It was a gutter goche. <laughs> <laughs> it was Thursday, Sorry, but I heard he was a fan until he was a coach of the World Juniors. <laughs> he was Sutter Goche. He loves popcorn so much that it was named Butter, Butter Goche. 
<laughs> Tyler's just waiting for us to get them all done. So, so sometimes it takes a minute. Yes, I don't want to go with the stutter goche. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus goche? No, not him. <laughs> no, I thought that. I think that one was funny. All right. No, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's get into our It is the Delicious Debate, and it is brought to you by hey, Wendy's. Hey, do you love ice cream? <laughs> Nutter butter gochi. <laughs> right. Rick, I'm going to give you a quiz, all right? Okay. I'm going to give you acronyms yep. that are stats, and you're going to tell me what they are. Oh, dear God. Okay. SOG. Shots on goal. PIM. Penalty, penalties in minutes. Uh, GAA. Goals against average. PPG. Power play goals. BPMM. Beers per... Pardon? Say that one more time. BPMM. B-P-M-M. Yeah, I got no idea. Yeah, Rick, that's because it stands for the Wendy's Bacon Portobello Mushroom Mel, which is back for a limited time. <laughs> oh, you rascal. Yeah, you I can, know, I didn't see that at all. Uh, you can get it today, tomorrow, whenever. Well, not whenever. It's only back for a limited time, but it's available at Wendy's or on the Wendy's app. This is also your reminder to sign up for the Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Game. I'm on to day two. Anyone else? Me. Liam is. Hey, hold on a second here. Let's go backwards a bit. Was it not Liam who was in like the... Almost finals what last week. What happened? Leon Drysaddle did nothing. Nada. <laughs> I lost. You went. With, you went with the majority of people. You were our. Yeah, I went with my guy. You were our shining star. I know. I I failed you all, mm. and I'm miserable about it. Well, if you're listening oh, and you think you can predict better than Liam, head to dailyphaseoffsurvivor.com. Whether you're a winner or a loser, you can come out ahead by ordering Wendy's for dinner, <laughs> or the Wendy's I bacon kinda, I, want, I want the mushroom burger. It sounds delicious. Good. Yeah. I saw a commercial for it the other day. It looks fantastic. Back for a limited time. The delicious debate. It is here to stay. And the question today is, where do you think the Oilers will finish in the division? We are at the 30 tonight is the 37th game of the season. So we're getting real close to the halfway point of the season. And the thing is, the Oilers have been close to winning the division in back-to-back years. And their record at this point is more or less the same, if not a hair better than it has been in those seasons. So... If you had to guess, first, second, third, or a wild card spot, where do the Oilers finish, Dan? First, baby. First, let's go. It's, I don't know, like, to me, it's just, uh, it's it's what this team's goal should be, and I think that this team is going to have a hell of a second half, so I'm going to say first. I will say second, because of the, just because of the head-to-head against Vancouver, Vancouver would have to slip up a lot, and they get to play L.A., and the Kings, are, I think it's six times they in the back off. Vegas three, LA three. Okay, yeah, that's six last time I checked. So, yeah, I'll say they can get ahead of both those teams. <laughs> what a jokester. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying basking in everyone's changing their tune from a couple of weeks Except ago. Mine. No, no, 100%. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm sticking with first. I said it a while ago. I just think this team is good enough to get there. They got over that weird 13, 12, 10, whatever game stint that was at the very beginning. And we've seen a different team since November 11th. That team's going to, they're going to be relentless. They're not going to take their foot off the gas, and you will see them rise to the top. The Oilers right now are 14 points back of the Vancouver Canucks for first place. Four games in hand, one more head-to-head. They are 10 points back of Vegas, also 14, four sorry, games 14 and four? Yeah. Well, 14, no. four, that's six. Win the game, that's t- four? They're, they're 14 points back with four games in hand. Yeah, so four. Yeah, so that's eight six points. points if we win them all. If yeah. we win those four, that's six points. Eight Plus points. a head-to-head, drop another two, and then it's four. Oh, hot damn. I'm really confident in my answer now. They are 10 points back of Vegas with four games in hand and three head-to-heads. 
<laughs> Stupid Vegas. They are five points back of LA. Same number of games played, but three games in hand. With that info, bag milk. Where do the Oilers finish? Well, my answer makes my heart flutter, Goche. <laughs> I'm going to say second, only because they've lost those three games to Vancouver. I think they are going to tie Vancouver, but the tiebreaker will not go our way. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I come out on it, too. I think a 15-point gap, especially when you look at the way the Canucks have just continued to roll with the existence of the loser point, 14 points feels like just too much, especially with that lack of head-to-head games. Like Again, games at hand are great if you win them all. If not, you're still going to be back. There's still a lot of time left in the season. I totally understand that. But I think second place is like a good, happy medium here. So home eyes. I think they'll be better than, yeah, home ice would be awesome. I think they'll be better than a wildcard team. Like, Vegas has been painfully average over the last last little bit. LA's getting banged up. I don't know. When does Mark Stone's career-ending back injury come back into it so he goes back on LTIR (laughs) and they go go above the cap again? (laughs) Yeah, That's my question. That's like $10 million player. Oh, my back hurts again. It might be (laughs) my whole entire career. Oh, wow. I'm ready to go for game one of the playoffs. What a a surprise. What a miracle. Who are they going to get at the deadline? They'll get Jake Gensel. Yeah, he was... uh, He's played all 40 games so far. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. They really duped us, eh? Wow. <laughs> he's he's a he's a really he's a strong player, Rick. You have to give him credit. Not he's as overcome back, apparently. He's overcome some things. Yeah. <laughs> Bast- Masterson trophy yeah, for he's sure. Lying. Masterson so, trophy this year for when sure. When I think of Mark Stone, it makes me shudder, Goche. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to get to organizing, I might declutter Goche. <laughs> I hope um, someone declutters. So Dan and Rick both said first. I said yes. second. You said second. Liam? I said second. I'm also going to say second. So is it fair to say then it's a disappointment if they don't have home ice in round one? No. Because yes. No, because there was a point in the season where they were like they were last. There was a point in the so season the fact- when all, I don't remember what the numbers were, but there was a lot of low percentages on even making the playoffs. Mine was 65. Yeah, mine was 60 or something. I think mine it was, was still 100. in the 80s. 100. But I, was, I was mentally broken. I will I'll be the first one to admit <laughs> Sixty-five stayed, still I, means I it would sure make it. Asterix it stayed <laughs> on the bandwagon, and we brought up the numbers. I was always hundred percent. This team will make the playoffs. Moneypuck.com now has the Oilers in their percent chance of making the playoffs up to eighty-seven point seven. Uh, it's pretty that. funny what one eight-game heater will do. Never mind what two eight-game heaters will do for you in the standings, and all of that while Vegas and LA play like five hundred hockey. The Ooh. funny thing was though, <clears throat> excuse me, even but even when we were in Seattle. Sorry, but the day before when we were in Vancouver Airport still getting delayed a couple times, we were all on our phones trying to bet the game, right? Because we knew we couldn't bet yeah. once we got into Seattle. But the Vegas was not giving us our was not giving us the odds of a team that was three no, they were, whatever the hell it was. They were favorited everything. Yeah. So Vegas did not change their tune, which kind of helped keep me a little afloat there. Because if they were changing, then shit, everyone's against us. But they weren't changing. They know something we don't know. Maybe my heart's getting involved a little too much here. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. That is your delicious debate. You can have your say by tweeting us at ON Radio Podcast or tagging us all individually in a tweet. I love when people do that. (laughs) Send us a voice note and mutter, Gochia, your thoughts. You got writing these that. down over there, by the way. He keeps <laughs> typing. Yeah. I think he's writing these down. If his father was one, his mother was one. He could be Mutter Goche. Could be. 
Uh, there you go. Our delicious debate brought to you by oh, Wendy's boy. and their bacon portobello mushroom melt, which is back for a limited time. Sign up for the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool today. Sponsored by Wendy's and the Wendy's app. We're right now at plus 1,100 to win the cup. I got us at plus 1,500. Ooh, that's not bad. Ooh, that is nice. I like that. Uh, totally <laughs> off topic, but somewhat related. Our Please. pal Aaron, he's a Patriots fan. Oh, there, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he bet on the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl when they dropped a 35 to 1. Yeah, that's not paying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not paying. But, it, but you're saying point. there's a chance, Rick. There is always a chance. They're now 6 to 1. Hilarious. Go ahead and bet on it. Did you watch that game the other night? I did. Without the luck of the digs catch. You should not well, throw that ball. Like You can throw the ball. That's incredible. You can whip it down there. That's insane. But that catch got a little bit lucky. The touchdown catch was extremely lucky. Off the hands, up in the air, and then Sherfield caught it the way he did. That Eli Apple should have erased the play. He should have erased the receiver. Once it's off the hands of the defender, you can you can take your guys down. There is no more pass interference. And then the kick return, it was two guys ran into each other and tore his, yeah. the ligament in his knee. He would have been in the hole. Historically, the Buffalo Bills always come through in the playoffs, too. So I would definitely cash that bet. It really you know what matters the- who's captaining the ship and in control of the rudder, Goche. <laughs> you know what Bill stands for, right? B-I-L-L-S. Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. Hey. That was Take from that. that was from the nineties when they did four in a row. Tyler's smiling, but his <laughs> eyes are not. He's in pain. <laughs> I lost, so I can't say much right I'm, now. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I hope they move us indoors. I'm reveling in it. Uh, let's move along to who delivered for our friends at DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or $25 more. You download the DoorDash app. Use the promo code NATION25. Bag Milk, have you heard of the new feature on DoorDash, the Double Dash feature? <gasps> Tell me. So, and I did this the other day when I ordered my burrito on Sunday. So you order your burrito, and then there's a time window where once you order your burrito... Oh, secondary stop. You make a secondary stop for no extra delivery fees. So if you also wanted ice cream for dessert, you can just add that in. If you order pizza and you go, you know, would go good at this, a bubble tea, you can make that work. You might go good together, Rick. I don't know. A bubble tea doesn't go good with anything. A bubble tea and a burrito? Why not? You like I mean, the chunks in that drink? Those things it's, are, those are he good. Just, oh, he was going no. for the alliteration here, you guys. I was forced to have one to try one the other day, and I was not surprised. Not a tapioca my... guy either, I would imagine. No, 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 yeah. no, I didn't Regardless like. of what your cup of tea is, you can get it at DoorDash, <laughs> and you can use the new Double Dash feature, which I can vouch for. It is really damn cool. I actually think this is perfect for Rick because you are known to do tours. I, yeah, I wanted I wanted a little uh, a little pat on the back because yeah. I think I may have been the originator in this back in the day. You've been doing this forever. Yeah, no, there's the Arby's stop or you're coming back from our no, sorry, the original Popeyes when you're coming back from Popeyes on the way to my place. There's always an, there's also an Arby's. I just mm-hmm. need to stop there, grab my chicken, please. Also, give me a couple beef and cheddar and then come out. Now with DoorDash, they'll just do it for you. That's incredible. It really is quite something. Uh, who delivered? I'll flip the order from the last segment, and I will start with you, Bag Milk. Only one game for the Oilers. It was their seventh straight win against the Ottawa Senators. 3-1, the final. Who delivered? I'm not going to take it off the board. Okay. I will not take it off the board. So what I'm going to say is mm, I'm just going to go back to Stuart Skinner. Damn it. Nice. Stuart Skinner has been playing some fantastic hockey over what? His last... 13, 14, 14 I think it is now. I, I just think that he looks just like the guy that got us to the playoffs 
last year, really ultimately saved the season last year. Looking like that guy, so against Ottawa, he had 30, uh, 29 saves and a 967, only allowed the one goal. He's playing like a starting goaltender. And Stuart Skinner, for me, over his last, like Liam said, 14-ish starts, has delivered. Since December 1st, Stuart Skinner is 8-2 and two and has a 9.25 save percentage, which is 7th best in the league amongst qualified goalies. Skinner delivered. Rick, who do you say delivered? Outside of DoorDash for their <coughs> new super-duper special there with the uh, the two stops and the go. I'm going to go back for before the game, though. I'm going to go with my friend, number 73. And you ask me why. Why? Go over that. I want you to go back to the uh, the results from their their skills comp, and I would like you to tell me what his speed was. Yeah, really. It was over forty kilometers. Now it was second. It was only a hair behind Ryan McLeod. The big fella can skate. He's like Bowser in Donkey Kong. Bro, he gets, <laughs> he gets moving. The big man can skate, and he needs a little bit of a needs a little love from it. I know the teammates were uh, give him a hard time of being in that competition, and he proved everyone wrong. <laughs> That is that's a feel good story. I do like that. Thank you. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Liam, who delivered for you? Uh, I mean, Zach Kyman. Felt like I. Was he good? Hell, I was going to make it to me. Easy. Jesus. Uh, yeah, no the, the kid can score. We talked about this yesterday, which I'm curious everyone else's thoughts. Zach Kyman is not labeled as a natural goal scorer, but he has what now? 25, 26 goals on the season. What does it take, and this is not just Zach Hyman specifically, but why does it have to be always be these guys who just like snipe pucks all the time? That's, to be like, that's the natural goal scoring. I get it. But also, and banging home trash and having shit put off you. But you naturally, naturally go to those. natural. But he naturally goes there. He Liam, goes this is there. just like the Centerman thing again. <laughs> I would say that. No, the Centerman thing is fact. <laughs> this, is a, this is a debate. <laughs> I, like, I'm not, I'm not going to die on this like, hill for it. In a it, city that loves Ryan Smith, this is the best place for him to score the kind of goals that he yeah, yeah. Because this place loves a greasy goal. Not just, to alienate the older people, Glenn Anderson before Ryan Smith. And also yeah. just like, I think about his power play setup mm. a lot, where he just essentially, Rick has pointed this out before, he just like, widens the net by about three feet, just standing there prepared to bank one in off his body. Was the tip the second or the third goal? That was the third goal. Because that thing was oh, not the Bouchard. Uh, the oh, third, the yeah. one that Sorry, went off no, his ankle? Right. Yeah. Do you know, like, I know the, no, she makes natural skill, but how hard that is to tip that in as a right-handed he shot didn't standing at exact angle? It, he didn't tip it in. He tipped it, uh, kind of, but like he didn't go directly off his stick and in. It the hissed. third goal that Connor hit him? Didn't it hit his stick and then like go to miss and then hit his ankle and go in? No, that was the one he just he chipped that like yeah, off yeah the it, was, so it was did he okay my apologies the way you got to sh- oh I that's the thing sh- shrug your shoulders it's a in natural it's finish like- I just think yeah I think that you could say something like that I just think when it comes to goal scorers it's like players that take take it upon themselves to create that play out of thin air whereas. Hyman is just a guy that is in exceptional position all the time and in a spot where you know you beg for that kind of consistency from a guy where and that, and that's another thing too i think for hyman's goal scoring is consistent throughout whereas yeah, with uh, with goal scorers your natural goal scorers like an austin matthews or an ovechkin they can be a little bit streaky but it's but it's comes in huge flourishes in i think time. it's interesting if he gets 50 this season he's going to have 100 goals in his last three seasons that's incredible 
but he's amazing. but he's not labeled as a natural goal scorer. But they're all like a natural I, goal scorer. You Dan mentioned shooter. Austin Matthews, like that shooter. is a natural goal scorer. I get it, but I also just don't. I don't know. It's well, just if so, I look, I, like I understand the argument, and I'm not going to die on the hill like my all star debate, which I will <laughs> die on that hill, or your sentiment debate, or like Gregor <laughs> called it. I made me laugh. The all good game. <laughs> I wouldn't even, la- yeah, wouldn't yeah, even label it good. that good, but I don't know. I feel <laughs> like he is a natural, like on the Oilers, a natural goal scorers would be McDavid and Drysaddle, right? Yeah. But he has more than them both combined. Uh, I don't think right. No, but maybe not quite. But he's like right there. Certain area to get his goals where the other guys can kind of score from no, no, any no. wider range. Like yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's interesting. He's the Oilers' best goal scorer. That's fair. Right he this also year. works harder than arguably everybody on any given shift he's up there. Yeah. He's just, there's so much to love. Got to win your battles. Best free agent signing this team has ever had. Best free agent signing in the salary cap era right. for the Ed- whole league. Right, editor and lead. The amazing thing is that he is career high with Toronto. By the way, never had a hat trick there, yeah, which wow. is interesting. Yeah. It's not like he played with with schlubs in Toronto. But his career high was 41 points before he came here. He's going to have more than 41 goals this year. It's wild. Probably. That you know that signing, I get that some people you know looked at the risk associated with it, but it's kind of like one of those players you can only get by taking those chances in free agency, right? Like the way he stepped in and just fit into this lineup as wonderfully as he has is, it is incredible, man. Uh, Dan, who delivered for you? I'm gonna just give it to Evan Bouchard uh, again, just consistently becoming. You're, you know, I think forcing himself into that conversation for elite defensemen and, uh, you know, quietly just puts up three assists on Hyman's three goals. It, and three assists kind of in different ways as well. There was the one, obviously, the shot from the point that he gets through traffic allows Hyman to tip in. There was the second one where he just spun at his own blue line, recognized that there was a soft spot, zipped the pass up quickly, let Hyman do the rest. Then the third one, just a nice little, I think, secondary assist. Yeah, second, give it to Connor. Some of those are easy. Yeah. Um, Evan Bouchard now tied for third in scoring by a defenseman. He sits alone in points per game in third of the, at third in the league with 39 points on the year. We need to come up with some kind of... So before we started recording, I watched a video of Jay and Rick at our Christmas party arguing about Evan Bouchard. We need to think of some kind of bet that ensures Jay has to buy a Bouchard jersey and wear it for a week or something what, like that. What was his argument now? Probably the same Ooh. thing as before. To be fair, Kennedy is playing it out there, and I was like, is that me? She's like, yeah. I was like, what's that from? She's like, Christmas party, which is like four days ago. So you guys were yelling at each other. I was like, no, it's just talking for Jay and I. I might have it. Let's go. If Bouchard finishes at a point per game or better, Jay has to wear a Bouchard has to buy a Bouchard jersey and wear it the whole playoffs. Oh, that's I'm a good in. one. Yep. That could be like the it. only jersey well, he wears in the playoffs. We have to get Jay that. in, but I like the sounds see, of it. No, see, and I like that. But it's going to get lost in the fact he's still got an Oilers jersey on. I personally think he needs. we need to a put London together... A London Knights Bouchard jersey? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> we need to put together some sort of apology to Bouchard yeah. hoodie for him not to wear. So on the back of it, it has to be like a handwritten note to him, to Bouchard, signed from Jay, said, I thought you were this, you this proved me wrong, me. now you're this, and something along those lines, and then maybe a picture of him on the front and if we want to take it one step further this is all coming off the cuff by the way i was just gonna yeah, say this had no old, prep you can do the old the whole clown face thing take it further or we have some kind of like modified jersey situation so yeah, on that's the back, what going with. we've got the bouchard the name the number on the back and then on the front is jay's 
typed out apology letter to Evan Bouchard. I think you should have to do a... With his face on top of it. No, 100%. I think you should have to do a verbal one too, though, by the way. We have enough microphones this here. Is, this is aggressive. This podcast is uh, quite aggressive. I like no, it. listen. He was he was very assertive <laughs> in his spot. He was right. He was sitting right here in this chair when he started his rallying. Yeah. Even the other day, we were in the KGB studio yes. down the road when he first started trading. Yeah. <laughs> even even the other day, he was still saying he's a five six. I'm pretty he sure that's what. I that. Yeah. So yeah. So he's not a five. Just say he's a five six is to say like Leon's a second liner. Like it's that's pretty silly. He's easily a top four, easily a top four. <laughs> it's yeah. There's just, uh, there, he's six. just running. He's just running out of. It's, in line with Vinny. It's like, hard. That's to, not a shot of Vinny either. But like no, that's God, your no. six. It's hard to have like, yeah, to have like Euler fan, an Euler fan that I know personally, you know, has seen some shit defense from this team, and still can underrate Evan that I love that him. strongly. He's, he he still compares him to Jolts, and I think that's not even. Com- Harrison anymore because I think offensively he's a mountain uh, better and defensively I think he's he's become he's becoming capable more than capable defensively on his own he's Jolt not perfect for the record career high was 51 points in 2016 2017 with the Pittsburgh Penguins how many games 78 Evan right. Bouchard is already at 39 points Justin Schultz did that once in his career yeah, yeah. so yeah, probably not the same. So hit up Jay's social, the Squire Yick. <laughs> yep. Dad is part of the solution. He loves when you do that. You can do it on Instagram too if you have Instagram, whatever you want. Twitter. Do you, li- you have his LinkedIn? Wait for him to come home from vacation <laughs> at the airport. Yell at him. Send Jay messages on his LinkedIn. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, I think so. I am going last in who delivered, which is tough, honestly. Ooh, maybe I'll should be. You chose. You yeah, chose I know. Here. I could have jumped in. I was just being nice. Uh, I'm going to give it to Connor McDavid, who had seven shots on goal at five on five against the Ottawa Senators. And I mean, hey, he's still humming along here. I know the multi-point games haven't really continued at the pace you'd love. He just had one against Ottawa, one against Anaheim, and one against San Jose. But still, ten points in his last five games as a result of that five pointer against Philly. Connor's still humming. He's still creating magic. Talk about Zach Hyman. I mean. Full credit to Zach Hyman. It is not easy to play with Connor McDavid, but Connor McDavid certainly helps when you're scoring at a 57 goal pace. Helps to have that guy as your center. Just to touch on Connor, he extended his point streak seven games with the assist on Hyman's third goal. He's now got 13 points. That's three goals, 10 assists in his last seven games. There you go. That is who delivered. We had Stuart Skinner. We Vinny. had Vinny DeHarnay for his skills competition performance. We had Zach Hyman, the natural finisher, Evan Bouchard, and Connor McDavid. You know who else? Just from like a flip side, Anton Forsberg was really good for the Senators. Yeah, you know? it was nice really to see good. him not tear both ACLs this game. Also nice. That was big. So he, his oh, knees when, delivered. When they showed the clip <laughs> and like when you know what happened and you can read his horrible. lips and you can see he goes both both my knees <laughs> and it's like oh boy, watching that back was tough. That was the first thirteen games of our season. Yeah, both knees. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Come on. I kind of missed Ottawa actually playing them on Saturday. Thinking about the All Canadian Division where they ran them nine times. Yeah, it's crazy how many people have been pumping Ottawa's tires going forward. You know, they they take this young kid players, eight though. times eight. They get this young kid eight times eight. They get that guy over there eight times eight. Uh, this guy over there eight times eight. Do you think it's and possible the weight of expectations on Ottawa, just like it kind of did earlier for the Oilers until they figured it out, 
is just one of those things where they go, oh, fuck, it's playoffs or bust for them? No, because I, I think you needed to, and we've seen it with the Oilers more than once. You just go back your to. nose in your hoodie. It no, I like sniffled it. up. Sniffled up. I just didn't want that all on camera, and I wanted the sound to be muffled. <laughs> they don't uh, we've noticed this with the Oilers <laughs> numerous times. You go back to like 07-8, then you go to the Hall era, and then you go to Connor. You need to have a certain amount of skilled veterans on your team to help, be able to help. And the only skilled veteran I could think of them adding was uh, Giroux. Giroux. Giroux, but that was Tarasenko. near the end of his career. Tarasenko's yeah, so Tarasenko is actually a good one. Uh, but Giroux is like near the end of his career, right? So that's he's definitely a way better player, but it's the same along the lines of us bringing in Andrew Ference. It was just... I like the player. I like what he did, but it's more about what he's doing three, four, five, six, seven, eight years ago as opposed to what he can do right now. You need to bring in veterans who can handle time on your one, Veteran two, like three, and four lines. Jacob Chikrin, who I've heard is apparently on the could be on the move again. Yeah. How Frank many did. people were all over that guy last year to cut, bring him here? I mean, I, I still like him, him as a D man, but Ekholm's better. Yes. Oh, way better. I, I think that division is difficult. Yeah, I agree. It is. Well, like, but they're not beating anybody. Like, what are they for? Yeah, but now, the and then now they've just got into the slump. Well, like they just kind of couldn't get any traction at the start of the season, and yeah, now it's just kind of yeah, falling like, off for them. They're just a beat up team. They're just yeah. They they're just have no all confidence. See, and I know this too. That means they start going out a little bit more often at nighttime, on the road, at home, either or. They do. Yeah, allegedly. I think the sense of a party problem. <laughs> what? What are you party. saying, Rick? You start to lose focus on the game itself, and you start to enjoy your life. And there's times when you're out by Halloween, as we have seen in this room many times with the team we cheer for. <laughs> and in those years, I can tell you, the team tend to come out a little bit more often on the weekends and whatnot. Interesting. And I think they're in the exact same spot, especially with the age category. One time we were throwing a event on Halloween, and I was sitting there with Rick after... I don't remember who the others played, but it was a brutal loss. It could have been Calgary because they're it might have been. the same faces. And I just remember being looking at Rick. I was oh, like, that was the Talbot. That was a weird Talbot goal. Yeah. That was just like, we might be out of this. And he goes, I think we're out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. Sweet. Yeah, that was good times. Good days. And what happened that night? Even though we got embarrassed, some of the players came out that evening. Yes, they did. <laughs> and one of them walked around with the other one's face on their head. That is true. And there we needs to leave a little more explanation there, but we'll just leave it at that. Skin faces. Some... <laughs> <laughs> yep. so it's like a very much like a Dwight in the office situation. <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> uh, there you go. Who delivered for DoorDash? Shout out to DoorDash. Promo code NATION25, all capitals on NATION25. Gets you 25% off. And zero delivery fees on your first order of fifteen. I'll tell you one thing that doesn't help with Ottawa as well is Corpusalo and Forsberg, as we know, both have an eight eighty nine. Tough to win games. This, there's this thing for me, and this is a very obvious statement, but did they really think that was going to be their tandem to be like, do you know what? These two guys are in the early thirties who have been pretty inconsistent their entire careers are going to guide us to glory. You know, like Copasalo, like he was very good last season. Don't get me wrong, but the year before he had like an eight fifty seven. There was a huge argument about like, how you brought him to Edmonton when we needed a goalie. Some were like, "Yeah, you bring him in here." Some were like, "No, look at his career numbers. You cannot bring this guy." Yeah, in. yeah, it's just like well, I don't know. UFA, it just seems. I don't know if panic move is the right the right idea for it, but they said on the broadcast on Saturday that they have had sixteen goalies in the last five years. Is that a lot? That is a long like it. Like Sounds next, like as many coaches as we've had. <laughs> yeah, the other, uh, the next, I can't remember who else was on the list, but they had like fourteen. Second was like fourteen. 
Nuts. Probably Buffalo. But how would... you got to develop one at some point. They had Mad Sogard, I guess, is kind of that guy and coming through. Them. So that's their fault. Didn't they have Talbot last year? They did. And, and so and Sogard, yeah. So they were a part of the, the shuffling of the deck chairs this offseason of goalies. Yeah, because they all kind of switched amongst themselves. Yeah, and... Yeah, LA. Talbot Corpusalo direct swap. Right there. Literally yeah. swapped. One of them for one year, what, one million bucks? The other one for five by five or whatever? Cool. One of those organizations Curse is my much shitty better than the I other. Be a pro athlete, you know? Right? It's got to be good for the right time. Drats. Drats. Must be nice. Uh, hey, you know what? While we're talking about other teams around the league, we'll get into a preview of tonight's game against the Hawks in a little bit. Waz is going to stop by with can you clear this up for me, but a couple of headlines from around the NHL over the last couple of days, and our headlines are brought to you by Booster Juice. Whoop, whoop. Visit a location today to refuel, refresh, and re-energize, or download the new Booster Rewards app to, to earn, order, and enjoy. Uh, the Booster Rewards points are called Berry Points. Ooh, I like Ooh. berries. So you can start earning berry points for your delicious and nutritious smoothies. They are also going to be our sponsor at the Tourism Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament Bag Milk. So we are powered by Booster Juice next weekend when we head out to the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge. Games being played on rinks atop beautiful Lake Mildred. For more information on that, you can head to chehockey.com. But for our friends at Booster Juice, it is League Headlines. And let's start. We made the joke countless times. Cutter Gauthier out of Philadelphia. Liam, you are passionate about this. <laughs> Are you? Um, <laughs> I'm expecting something out here. Well, you've had right. spicy takes all day about it. About this? Yeah. Like what? This is going to set a precedent for. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> someone else kicked it off. I don't know. You're not really going to say this is going to set a precedence for college players, are you? I, I don't think this will be the standard, but have I have do. Have you heard of a guy named Justin Schultz? No, no, no. But Justin Schultz wasn't fifth overall. Was Just, he was the first round. He was a second round, late second rounder. Oh, really? Okay. Whatever. He was a second round pick. Sure, 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 and like, sure. there's multiple players who have gone a little bit later in the draft because of them being American and going to the, the NCAA. To college, like, Adam Fox was another one, I believe, yeah. who dropped a little bit. Uh, Jimmy VC is quite a bit of a famous one, I guess you could say. I don't think this will become the standard. And I, we asked Colby Cohen this too, but I do think that maybe some teams will be a little bit more hesitant now on taking those players because they're able just to sit there for... Two, two three years. seasons, that whatever. Window, you think you might... Yeah, they might... College players, specifically. college players specifically. Because the thing for them is, too, they get to pick where they go and play college. When you're drafted into the WHL, Cube, OJ, OHL, whatever, you are drafted to that team. And nine times out of ten, you play for that team. There's certain situations where you don't. You like don't Nathan McKinnon. Your, you just don't sign your ELC. You go back to the draft. Jarrett Stoll. Oh, Jarrett Yep, there you go. And I just wonder how this is going to change things a little bit. Because... The player empowerment movement in the NHL, light, but it's happening. We had Matthew Kachuk a couple of years ago. All those other guys in Calgary being like, I'm not signing here, trade me. And then you had Pierre-Luc Dubois, and now you have Cutter Gauthier. Like three different situations, right? Because uh, uh, Luke Dubois was a restricted free agent, but Kachuk still had a year left on his deal. And now you have a guy who hadn't played a second in the NHL, refusing to sign for a team that you would probably think most players would want to play for. A yep. historic franchise, right? Yep, for sure. But I mean like like you said and you kind of alluded to it. This is this is a shift and it's and it's a it's a tool that's available to every player 
and most of them have just decided not to use it. He did in this situation, and good for him. The Philadelphia Flyers, in the same in the same breath, could have told him they wanted to sign him, had them had him penciled in to be their number one everything, and then two minutes later they like Drysdale more and they traded him away and don't consult him at all. And now he's now an Anaheim Duck, and he wanted to be a Philadelphia Flyer that whole time. So I don't know. Like it's we say it's a business for the business side of it, but when the players start to play the business side, well, then it's no longer a business. And I think this is recency bias too, because you go back. Mario Lemieux yep. said, "I won't play for the Penguins." Didn't put the jersey on. Didn't put the hat on. Lindros. Held it. Eric Lindros. You know we know what happened with him. You, uh, we had stole. Then Calgary Riley took Nash. our guy back. Who was the guy that Calgary got from us? Was it Camilleri or something like that? Uh. uh Spencer Foo? Are you talking about Foo? No, no. no. Uh, there was a guy that, no, we wouldn't, that wouldn't sign with us, went back into the draft. Calgary took him ahead of where we took him. So we did that with Stoll from them, and I think they did with like Camilleri or somebody like that from, that we drafted originally and then ca- didn't sign with us, went back into the draft. Calgary took him. Anyways, this, these are things that have been happening forever. It doesn't happen a lot, but it's an option. It's something that's agreed upon by both sides, the NHL, the NHLPA. When it comes up, I think it becomes... A little more noticeable, but it doesn't get used that very often. If you don't, I don't think either side disagrees with it too much. Like Dan said, the team doesn't want; they can just trade you without saying shit, right? Mm-hmm. They can sign you and then trade you. Like happened to Matthias Echo. Yeah, like it's it, it's it is what it is. So and I don't think they're I I don't want to see them make a big deal of it or make some rule against it right now because I think that'll just be like the offside challenge thing. To their credit, though, too, and to Cutter Goche's credit and his camp, it didn't get out. It wasn't leaked. Nobody knew it was coming, and the Flyers were able to have the have the uh, the final say on the deal. At least, you and know, a according bit to the reason see. behind it. If it's what we said it was, but the fact that the Flyers didn't want to have his his uh, bonus online this year, online next year, therefore didn't sign him at the end of last year. So you can see why you're a little upset as a player. Not a word was mutter goche. Mutter goche. Mm. I dig it. Where I think he kind of looks bad in all of this is the whole, like, scouts going to Boston and, like, Mm. franchise legends going to Boston. He won't talk to them. Danny Breer goes to Sweden, won't talk to him. Like, to me, that just, that shows a lack of maturity. But this this is, to me, me, if if that's true, like the thing I just said, then it's a result of, hey, listen, Mm. you didn't want to sign me because you didn't want my my bonus on your on your overage next year how much do you want me around then if you don't want yeah. me like if you don't want me just get rid of me like you, you can't why turn did the your legends back on me and expect me to sit here and still say yes please 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 yeah. turn your back on me i'm gonna turn my back on you it is it is what it is why didn't the legends come and deliver the message that he wasn't gonna get the bonus overage well you know? no that if really wasn't what, what it, it was if that's what it is it has right. nothing to do with him not getting his money he was going to get his money and sign the entry-level contract at some point the flyers said we are rebuilding we don't think it's best for you to be here this year you need another year in college for your development and he probably did i don't think he could have stepped in and been an impact nhl guy so again it's in a way similar to a team sending a guy down to the american league like I don't know. I, I, I they weren't trying. It wasn't. I know you tried to compare it to like the Vladdy Guerrero thing, where they're trying to manipulate his service time. And I don't even think it was really that. I think it was just them because you can't sign your ELC then go play in college, right? No, you can't. You, you can, can do, do that. You can sign your ELC then go play in junior, junior yeah. but not college because the yeah. amateur status and blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. I so. um, I I kind of on both sides of this. 
I, I think Cutter, Gauthier should have every right to be like, no, I don't want to be a Philadelphia Flyer. Yeah. It's not where I want to be. Like Dan said, they could trade him in a heartbeat and none of us, we won't even be talking about this yeah. today. But on the other side of it too, I think it's not a good luck for him at all to just say no to all these like just refusing to talk to people. Like I've gone down to dressing rooms to talk to certain players and you can just tell there's no interest and eventually you just get no, but thanks. And there's no problem with saying no, but there's a problem with refusing to talk to people. Don't you like so in that situation I believe the agent should have stepped up. The kid would have said, Hey, listen, I don't want to talk to these guys, we're gonna move on. I don't think we he's allowed to have an agent because he's a college kid. No, he's allowed. Is he? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your agent needs know. to step in there and go, Hey guys, he doesn't want to talk. Your agent has to deal with He's that. He's the one yeah. that's going to take the Now, we don't know if that happened or not, okay. but in my mind, the agent has to go up and say, hey, guys, he doesn't want to talk right now. Maybe in the summer, blah, blah, there's, blah. There's got to be something between this all. Like, there's no, I, yep. I don't believe that he would just say no. Like, you just don't say no to, to those guys coming. Like, maybe I would just want to meet Patrick Sharp. If I was, if I was a guy, I'd be like, hey, Patrick Shops, yeah, sick. Handsome. I'll talk to him. I feel like something, because the other layer of this too is how quickly everyone in the Flyers organization was on like a show, on television, radio, podcast, whatever it may it be. It was calculated. They had every all their bases covered. So, But everyone said the exact same thing. But what happened? What did, the Fly, what did the Flyers do? To piss off Cutter Gauthier's camp so much that they traded the fifth overall pick, who said he didn't want to play that. Not sign him and just say, "Hey, listen, I." But I, it's just I, crazy. Like, I, I just don't get it. Saying you, we don't want you here next year because we're still rebuilding. I think it's I get that too. But at the same time, the players are gonna be like, "No, like I'm ready for the NHL. At least put me in camp. Like, give me an opportunity. Sign me to the contract. Whatever. But, we'll figure out from there." Is he old enough to go to? Uh, he went to the World Juniors this year. Was he old enough to go to the HL? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Was he a draft pick from this year? If, well, if they had signed him, then yes, he would be fine. So to then go. he has enough. Yep. So yeah, they could have signed like Holloway. Him. He would have been Holloway. Yeah. So they they could have signed him to the ELC and then put him in the AHL. Um. One other thing for this yes. too. So yeah, that, that's yeah, another reason. Could've. So now you're saying, hey, listen, you can come up here, play in the AHL, which is a step up in college easily, and you get paid. But they sent him back to college. They said no. You go back there and don't make any money. So there's, I can see where. Cutter is going to get a little more upset about this. And guys have a little bit of an ego, right? If you're going to be in the NHL, yeah. if you're going to be in pro sports, you're going to have a bit of an ego and say, believe in me. I believe in Holloway me. last year. Holloway yeah, year. sorry. That's that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, but uh, old enough to go to the NHL. Though. Yes, okay, I, yes. Uh, there's another angle of this, and it's the fact that the Anaheim Ducks got a high-end prospect, a guy who could one day be a star. And they add him to Leo Carlson, Mason McTavish, uh, Jackson Lacombe, Pavel Minchikov. Who's the other one? Olin Zellweger. Zellweger's so sick. another question for Philly then is, if they were going to move him like this, did they get enough for him? I, I don't think you ever could. I think Philly made I the best know. of a bad situation. But, but like, like if you open the door, all 31 other teams, you go, hey man, Stutter Goche is available. Maybe you get more than Drysdale in a second. Drysdale's good. He was sixth overall pick. He's just had his problems, but injuries. He has five points in ten games this season. He's not played a lot, which isn't good, but which is your biggest asset. I just I don't know. I think they actually got pretty good in this. And another layer to it as well, which we talked about on the live show too, is maybe this now allows them to move a guy like Sean Walker, who is Flyers, yeah. doing very very well this season. The Flyers, yeah, get more picks from him, and then all of a sudden you've you got a second round pick from. 
cut a Gauthier. And they you got a second and third, whatever. On their power play. Yeah, like I think this is this is good. At the end of the day, they had a player that never wanted to play a game for them, and they got a potential. I don't want to say star because I don't think it'll be that great. But he, oh, hey, in the way the NHL runs their All Star game, he's probably an All Star one day. <laughs> uh, but now there's talk that from Frank that the Ducks may be interested in trading away Trevor Zegras. Yes, he's overrated. He. Thank you, Stu, yeah. Just because he can juggle a puck and do what he does with the puck. That's great. And Honestly, he's got the million-dollar smile in the hair, and he's on video game covers. Cool, right? like, cool. You're a, you're, a, you're a poster <laughs> child. I love it. Good for you. His best skill does not translate to the actual game. Was it, uh, like, Just his, his puck sho- handling abilities? Yeah, his, yeah, dude, I get it. It's cool as shit. We had the OG one. Linus Omar. Rob Shrimp. Yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Dude could do whatever he wanted with that puck. It was absolutely insane. Did not really translate to the game. Just doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's that doesn't translate to the game very often. I think that he's a good player. He's having a bad year, though, looking at his... Yeah, I don't think he fits that coach's style. So I think think he's he's a good good. complimentary player. He's a good second-line player. So I think the problem will be... Zegers is viewed as a superstar. I think he views himself as a superstar. That's a big problem. And he's got two years left on this deal, 5.75 to 5.5 million. And I think there'll come a point when he's a free agent again. Remember, they had a holdout this year. He wasn't ready to go to start the season. I think there'll come a point on his next deal where he goes, no, 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 I want 9 or 10 million bucks. I'm Trevor Zegers. I'm a star. And if you don't give it to me, someone else will. I think it'll be wise for Anaheim to probably pull the plug on this earlier rather than later, sooner rather than later. Before it gets really ugly. And get value on him, right? Because I don't think they want to be the team. They showed already with this contract. They don't want to be the team to give him 8 or 9 million bucks. And in this world, he doesn't deserve eight or nine million. Hundred percent. And they, they've drafted in a way that proves that they actually don't see him as part of their future. However, he might be worth eight or nine million dollars when his contract is. Due. Yeah, I think he's just good. Be, no, just because of the rise in the cap. Oh itself. yeah, yeah. So I percentage that. of cap, blah blah blah. I think he's a really good player. I, he's he's. He's a one trick pony. He's he's the mashed potatoes on your plate. He's a one, yeah. Oh, do not do that to mashed potatoes. All right. He might but be some mashed green potatoes and a steak. No, he might be like the re- like the really good bacon flavored Brussels sprouts. I I just look at him like, like is a, the green beans then on my plate. Yeah, I look at him like steak a, or the potatoes. I look at him yeah. just like a high skilled Jordan Eberle, like yeah. a yeah, complimentary player. A really that's good just complimentary player. Yeah, just not like gonna multiple time all star. Yeah. Also, another <laughs> layer to this, just to add to the the kind of the NCAA thing. Logan Cooley did a pretty similar thing too, where he was like, "I'm not going to sign in Arizona until they figure out all this shit." Like he didn't go to the extremes of like I'm never going to play here, but like he was willing to go back to college for another year despite being the third overall pick because Arizona didn't have it together. And yeah, but then they basically just called his bluff. Well, no, they waited and they waited it out, and it, obviously they figured out whatever they were going to do. But like I like the idea of these players being like, no, your organization needs to improve before I come there. I think that should be. I think it goes both ways. That also, that like top five is kind of crazy. Sorry. What was it? So that sounds like something we heard in 2015. What, when Slepeshev left? Yep. <laughs> There's still time. He could come back. <laughs> he could. Timo Hardikainen just gets a chance. He's just gaining steam. That's all we need. We'll see what happens. There's a, there's a few other NCAA picks in the first round that aren't signed yet. Do you think that coming out of NCAA... Uh, these guys are slightly overrated because it's a little bit of easier league to play in there. I don't know. As, a, as compared to, say, uh, the O, 
the dub. I don't think it's easier at all. I don't think Gregor's it's easier. They just won the World Juniors. Big long breakdown about college players that come out like because you know there was the Drake Kajula hype when he yep. came here, and then the next year was Spencer Fu and like all Easy. these high end college prospects. And it's just that Danny they're more fully formed, if I'm remembering the argument correctly, because they're just a little bit older. Yeah, 100%. But they don't seem to fulfill the potential or the push that they get. There, I, are, I, there are more. And it's I more think, often than not, I'm not going to say 100%, but I think in general, in average, that a lot of these kids come out of college, they're getting a lot more hype and don't fulfill... That. I think there are more Drake Kajulas than there are Johnny Gaudreau's coming out of college. Nah, there we well, go. Uh, I, I think it's fairly balanced. Was Drake Kajula drafted? I think that's the important distinction. Those guys is weren't drafted. Like, like those guys are the undrafted free agents. Yeah. Who teams view as like this free shot at like a second yeah. round value kind of player. There's a difference between them and drafted Cutter Gauthier. Well, it's not and, like the top five picks. Kyle McCall was Jonathan Taves. a uh, NCAA yeah. player. So was Hellebuck, Thatcher Demko, Brock Besser. There are, and those are all high, high-end players. I think the difference is, like you said, like Spencer Fu wasn't drafted. Who, it, who, their, who was on their super team when like Cole Caulfield was there? Uh, that was Zegras. It was like Zegras, uh, Spencer Knight, Cam York might have been on that yeah. team. So too. do we feel Jack the, Hughes, those players are all are all where we thought they would be today? So that sorry, that U.S. development team had Hughes, who was a stud. Turcotte, Hughes. Turcotte's yeah. failed, okay. unfortunately. Turcotte uh, was a fail. Zegris, again, I mean, I, I don't think he's a superstar, but he was still probably worth really good, but not really good what player. he was expected to be. Matt Boldy, superstar, or on the verge of being a superstar. Spencer Knight, lost not the sure plot yet. a little. Who knows? Yeah, I think he's good when right. he was Cam healthy. York's going to be good, I think. I like Cam York. He's not there yet. Cole Caulfield. It's only been star. three years, though. Yeah. What year was this? 2019? Yeah. So five. That's five. Five. Holy moly. Yeah, Caulfield was the last one out of that group. So, I mean, hey, you you produced, of the top 15 picks in that draft, you produced seven of them. Hughes worked out. Zegers, I think you say he worked out even though he might. They're NHLers, but they're not what they're supposed to be. Like Boldy and Hughes were. So it's only been five years. And and Caulfield. So three of the 15, or three of the seven. It is an interesting interesting debate. I don't think either path is I don't think one's better than the other. I think they're both good in their own ways. I like the other path just because that seemed to be like a like a super team and this guy's great. Well great. Who look who his line mates are and they're both and they're, they're all great and they're this national yeah. team and who are you actually playing? Um, we call that the Marc Antoine Pouliot conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> the, those are old. The development <laughs> program is a unique situation. I think I like the NCAA <laughs> because you get the longevity of like say you're a fourth and round a pick a little education no one ever complained about that you but can the, the play until you're like pretty short too though aren't they like 30 games yeah because they only play weekends yeah which i like a lot it's interesting it's an interesting debate you're, you're occupied with your studies exactly and you get to work out throughout the week you practice five days a week like WHL, then you play though you play one season whl you get one free year of cis correct as soon as you sign now if you sign so, right out of the the gate as a drafted player, so as you get. You th- I think your, it's three years. As soon as you sign your dub contract as a sixteen-year-old, yeah, what you get? I think if you sign it right out of the gate, I might be wrong, but you get automatically three years of schooling paid for. Now, once you're done your nope. dub career, if you do not continue on, no, if you literally just sign that paper, you can just go to school if you wanted to. Yeah, but no one's gonna go to. U of A while they're playing for the Oil Kings, right? So yeah. the majority of them wait till their career is yeah. done and then take advantage of the school yeah. or go to the NHL, the pro route. Yeah, pretty much. 
Okay, we got to cruise along here on the show. Those were your league notes brought to you by Booster Juice and Tourism Jasper Pond <laughs> Hockey Tournament. Uh, there's going to be a BOA that Saturday night. We're having a viewing party with our Flames Nation friends. Frank Cervalli is going to be there. Friends? Going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we didn't touch on the Nylander thing at all. Guys, I'm going to get paid. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, see, that's terrifying. That's what it wow. tells me. Because, oh, no, 100%. I, I had Dreisaitl at about 12 and a half just because I said he's going to take Connor money. Connor will take a little bit more of the McKinnon money, and we're all good. And the Leafs are going to go in here and th- fuck it all up because 11 and a half for, for, for Nylander. And go- I think they actually move on from Marner. I don't uh, think they can afford to pay. I think it's an interesting debate, too. But, the, but, but they're saying that Marner's going to want Marner's going to want North, like far north of 11 and a half. Because who's going matches. to play for the Leafs if, if he's getting Yeah. Back? But That's then you fair. could take that 11 and a half and you could turn it into a goaltender defenseman, man. But to, to his credit, though, and we talk about contract year Fogel as like our joke. You look at a kid who's got 54 points in 37 games, like caught fire at the right time. He's a good player. Hell of a He's player. very good player. I yeah. like him. All right. Uh, let's step aside for a quick break and then get to, can you clear this up for me? A Wasp special production. <laughs> it's not a game. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Back on Oilers Nation Radio, Waz is here for Can You Clear This Up For Me? It's brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross and their travel insurance. You can find out more at ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you. Once again, ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. They're also proud sponsor of the Nation Vacation. Heading out to Zona. Still a few more spots available on that bad boy February 18th until the 20th you can get in at nationgear.ca we have the full package which includes your flights to and from edmonton we have the flightless package which still gets you the tickets to the game at mullet arena in the den to watch edmonton arizona your hotel and a guaranteed good time with the nation crew yep and pictures of liam yep you can take all the pictures of liam you want guaranteed in your package with all without you will you unmute the people who come on the trip 
If you I'm not going to tell them I muted them. No, no, they, prob- oh, they, can't, they can't tell? No, no I will not. But if you come on the trip, you secrets. can ask Liam to prove that you're not muted. I mean, Absolutely. certainly, if you tweet at Liam <laughs> dozens of times, he never replies. You've got a pretty good idea of what's going on. Can I just get a quick guest list before we go on the trip? Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Waz, what is going on? All right, clear this up for me. What's the biggest difference we've seen with the orders today compared to last year? Like to this well, day? Like so far in the season? Yeah. They all look a year older. Uh, yeah. The, oh, boy. That's oh, I got you. In terms of play, like what do you think is the I think they're just a better. They're a better 200-foot team right now. I think they take care of their, their end a lot better. And uh, you're seeing a lot more production from all four lines. Yeah, I was going to say more scoring by committee is one thing that I noticed for sure. Okay. The defensive core is emboldened this year where it wasn't last year. I will say that. It's uh, this point right now compared to this point last year, you're seeing the effects of swapping at home for Barry. I've seen Cody Cece in more one-on-ones with the goalies in the last two months than ever before. He did a spinorama this season. In the defensive zone. On purpose? Um, yeah, I'll say that too. You remember when we were playing Bouchard and Broberg as a pair in last season? Not good though. Oh. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were good, but I mean, Ekholm and Bouchard's better. better. Definitely better. Yep. We were very happy with that, pairing that. Next one is a little bit uh, Oilers related, but uh, clear this up for me. Sidney Crosby's name has been uh, tossed around as one of the top players in the NHL recently. Some are saying he's the best player in the NHL. Who is the best player in the NHL right now? Is it Sidney Crosby? Obviously, we think it's McDavid, but where would you rank Crosby in this conversation? Right, right now? Yeah. So he's having a great year. Yeah, he's like a 50-goal kind of pace. He's in the top eight. Seven. Top seven. Kucherov, McKinnon, are we not, McDavid. Are we, but we're ignoring the body of work, yes? Just we're this just year? We're just looking at this year. Well, and as, I think that's the issue right there is that most people, when they're asked this question, just defer to the guy that is the great one right now, and, and it's hard to say that you can but, beat but, Crosby but, because but, of his totality. he's also much improved a 200-foot player, which yep. really ups, ups your game too, right? There's always yeah. a thing where Ovi took his time coming back, Sid hustles back, that makes Sid the better player. That's just a weird thing, but yeah, I'm saying he's, he's top seven, top eight. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. 41 points in 39 games. He's 36. He's having his best start to a season in a while. And you still get the defensive Sid's side legit. of his game. And, and like some of the goals he's scoring this year, I've actually watched a handful of Pittsburgh games. He's scoring vintage Sid goals this year. Yeah, so I would have like Kutrov, McKinnon, Panarin, McDavid, probably Pasternak, probably Matthews, and then probably, yes, yeah, Sid, seven. Oh, no dry side. Nice. Oh, well, like this year. Oh. I'd give I just got credit there. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. I, I think we can all understand that Drysaddle's not in the top 10 this year. I would say top 10. Yeah. A couple other names there. Yeah, like maybe you have Quinn Hughes in there. Well, there's also goalies too, like Hellebuck, Thatcher Demko. Yep, that's fair. Maybe uh, 11. This one kind of came uh, last moment, but what do we think? Sh- clear this up for me. Is it better for Leon Drysaddle to not go to the All-Star game so he can have a few extra days off? I don't know. Is it really going to impact his play if he does go or not? Like, how much energy do these players actually put into the All Star game? To be honest, well, I have a theory that this is the year Con- uh, Leon misses the All Star game and Connor misses it next year. But uh, I think I just think that he's not he's not of the Edmonton Oilers current currently. And Tyler kind of laid it out there. He is not in the, even the top three for me. So Hyman and Bouchard deserve it more than him. And why not give him a little break? I think Leon would love to not go. Frankly. I don't know anything about anything, but like if he goes, Leon, you're not going to the All Star game this year. He goes, Ah, oh, dang, 
Anyway, I guess I'm going to go to Cabo or something like that. Yeah. Unfortunately for Leon Dreisaitl, he is third in the fan vote, so he will be going to the All-Star game. I just year. think that he might get banged up in the game right before the All-Star break. I'm I mean, saying. last year, didn't they go to Turks and Caicos before the All-Star game and then just go anyway? They do have their bye week attached to it. Yeah, so like, they, I, they yeah can, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Either way. I can see him he saying, hey, uh, I've got a little bit of a knee injury, and... His replacement turns out to be Zachary Hyman. Yeah. He's going to come back from the All-Star break more tan Tanned. than Gene Principe. <laughs> Take the time off, Leon. You deserve it. I don't like those, op- those odds. A little bit of a shorter one from me, so uh, thank you for clearing that up for me. There you go. Can you clear that up for me for Alberta Blue Cross? Bit. It's a Let's, signature game. That's a good Sign- bit. Yeah. Let's wrap oh, up the show with me. a game preview. <laughs> the Oilers taking on the Hawks. Our game previews brought to you by Greta. Pre-game, good spot. Post-game, great spot. Spot to watch the game? Why not? Their TV setup is good. The food is good. The drink is good. The games are fun. You can get it all downtown at Greta. Uh, boys, Oilers taking on a Chicago team. I have some numbers here that I uh, I pulled up. While you're pulling those up, can I can I the- read some line combos for you from our friends at DailyFaceOff.com? Ooh, no we one's going to play the game of put a finger up every time you've <laughs> yes, heard of this can. person. I was going to say, no one's going to believe this, though. Yes, we can. BM's literally going to list off a, a list of his friends. <laughs> Okay, so if you have heard of the player, put a finger up. This is, according to our friends at dailyfaceoff.com. I don't think I'm going to need my toes. The first line that the the Chicago Blackhawks will be going with tonight. Rem Pitlick. Am I putting him up if I've heard of him? Yes. I've heard of him. Philip Kirchev. Taylor Radish. There's your first line. Thoughts? It's mm. a great third line. Free for free. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 1996-95 Oilers. <laughs> Second line, you got Colin Blackwell, Jason Dickinson, and Joey Anderson. I would have sworn he was a goalie. Not Josh. Lucas Reichel. Mackenzie Entwistle. So many. Oh, he broke Gene's phone. He did. Yeah. So Cole many. Cole Gutman. The Gutman. That's just your buddy. <laughs> he is the Gutman. That is your third line. Your fourth line is Boris Kachuk, mm. Zach Sanford, Ryan Donato. Okay, that's actually not. There's some names there. Okay. That's Zach Sanford, not Curtis Sanford. Nine in the first 12. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's not as terrible, is, Tyler. What is the Blackhawks? You also, you also you spend the entire day of every day of the week <laughs> following the NHL. So let's. Yeah, you were like, yeah, but I two know. of you should not have even been involved in I, I, I stopped everybody. counting. Because I, I yeah, knew them all. Knew <laughs> I this is the Joey Rockford Anderson. Ice Hogs is who this is. Oh, totally. I want you to do this with Jay and Wanye. Oh, well, Wanye wouldn't know one of these people. <laughs> his, his answer would be like, I don't even need fingers and toes. <laughs> uh, so that forward group, BM, yeah. has a combined cap it of $15.08 million. And this season, together, <laughs> they have 46 goals. The Oilers, for comparison, Ooh. $45.52 million and 103 goals. Quite the difference. So, how do you preview a game like this? You can't look at it as a free bingo uh, spot on the bingo board. You cannot. Because they beat the Flames. Yeah, the Flames are terrible. <laughs> nah. Yeah. But, look, like, you the have point to go is you can't there. look at well, whoever's Thursday. Scoreboard 
has to be one thing. You just got to make sure you win, right? That's all you really care about. Sure. If you're looking at scoreboard. But you need to look at the team and you need to look break down each line, each department, say you guys need to go there and dominate. I want domination in our defensive zone. I don't want to see them with any high danger chances or very few high danger chances. I don't want to see their zone entries to be all that nice. I want to see our zone exits nice. I want to see the neutral zone play uh, really well. I want to see our power play try and figure out a way to, to get going again. And I want to see us dominate and cycle uh, as forward groups. But you can't sit here and look at six one seven one eight whatever. You need to go out there and break it down per position group and go. You guys need to dominate this team. They don't have anybody out there who should be any type of danger to us. We need to go Except dominate every single part of this game. Skinner getting the start. Uh, I think that I think it's the right call. Get the two points. Keep the winning streak going. Stu's playing good. You got days off a little bit. Your schedule's not crazy. I think it's a smart play. We'll see if they go with Pickard on Thursday against Detroit or maybe if they wait to play him until Saturday against Montreal. Uh, Dan, anything on this matchup that stands out to you? I mean, this is just a Chicago Blackhawks team that is going to be floundering, uh, you know, without really much of anything to to point at as the sale to kind of take them through the next stretch of games. Uh, the team has, with, with Connor Bedard on the ice, was 19th, 21st, 9th, 13th, and 18th when it comes to goals for, expected goals for, shot attempts for, scoring chances for, and high danger chances for. And now they're ranked 32nd in all of those without Connor McDavid, or Connor Bedard on the ice. So and Connor McDavid. I think that, yeah, without Connor McDavid as well. I just think that this Evans and Oilers team now, I'm pretty confident in saying is not going to, is not going to let themselves down in this stretch towards the playoffs. I think that the, 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 the San Jose shark loss of old, you saw what they did to the San Jose sharks afterwards. It, it this team is just going to keep coming. They did it against uh, Ottawa and Forsberg where he was, he was a solid enough goalie that they could have Ottawa was in that game the whole way through uh, because of his goal attending, but the Oilers were not going to stop and they were relentless. So I hope that I'm right in this. And I think I am. For Looking at power play one for Chicago, you got to shut down the gut, man. He's he's your pivot point. You can do that. Does he play power play? According to TheBaseOff.com, <laughs> the gut man is your first power play unit. Oh, uh, no. Dangerous. So you shut down the gut man, I feel like you have a good chance. But like for real, though, make life hard on them. Just pedal to the floor, throttle them. Make life hard for Peter Morazic. Like he has been in the NHL for a minute. He's an NHL goalie. Make life hard for him. That's fair. Uh, Okay, let's wrap it up for our friends at Betway. Let's do a score prediction and an anytime goal scorer that is not on the top line. Actually, sorry. No, sorry. That is not McDavid, Drysaddle, or Hyman. Give me something different. Six to two. Bouchard. Four to Nugent Hopkins, but I'm also, this is the day. Oh, no, it's not. This is the day. (laughs) This is the day. Connor Brown scores his first goal with the Oilers. It happens today, and it will be shorthanded. <laughs> okay, so minus Whoa. the shorthanded part, I, along with these three, you know what I'm asking them, challenge you to put your money where your mouth is. All right. What are the odds on it? I will. I have no idea, but they're probably, probably not available. <laughs> if, if, if Betway, because I'm 19 plus and could do so responsibly, has... Anytime goal scoring odds, I'll look right now for Connor Brown. I will bet on it. Liam, score prediction, anytime goal score. Six nothing Oilers. Uh Derek Ryan. Dan. Seven one Oilers. Evan Bouchard. Bouch too. I'm gonna say Come on, get greasy with me. Say Cody Cece. <laughs> Slap shot. I'm gonna say six two Oilers. Darnell Nurse finds the back of the net. 
And it'll be the first goal of the night because that's all he does apparently this season. <laughs> Good point. Uh, all right, there you go, guys. That is a wrap on this Tuesday edition of Oilers Nation Radio. Unfortunately, I cannot bet on Connor Brown to score a goal. That's, that's what happens. I would when have you retired tomorrow, score. courtesy of our friends at Betwick. Some nineteen plus I can do so. Yes, you can. Anytime goal scorer, Connor Brown plus three seventy five. Why is it not? Connor that's Brown? it. <laughs> that is remarkable. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to put this one together with this one right here, and uh, I don't know if it'll let you put them together. Oh, they will not. But anyways, okay, Cody well, CC plus 600. Well. So if you can set, somehow put those two together, which you can't do if, on that exact app. both of those guys score tonight, yeah, I'm buying donuts for the office tomorrow. All right. We are back on Friday. As Hang on, Tyler. Are. Oh. I'm, betting on, I'm betting on Connor Brown. Yeah. Hang on. Did you know Zach him. Hyman was an NCAA player too? Michigan? I forgot about that. Yeah, Zach Hyman, 54, Michigan, right? 20, yeah, 22 goals, 54 points, 37 games. Shouted Michigan national champions yeah. of college football. I feel like, man, I feel like he's odd. Hyman's plus money. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, better go and do that one then. All right. Well, Connor Brown plus 375. There it is. Kulak plus 700. How? How is he plus 700? <laughs> Connor Brown, I only got th- plus 375. Kulak scored twice this year. But you know what? When I get that goal tonight... All the people that listen to this podcast before the game goes, wow, bag milk, what did you know? I'm like, <laughs> shorthand goal, baby. Or a lot of people are going to be listening to this tomorrow just laughing because he didn't score again. Yeah. Yo, does, he does he kill many? Does he kill many? He kills, he kills a does lot. Does he? All right. He's had some good shorthanded looks this year, actually. Mm. It's only a matter of time. Math dictates that he will score. He's on pace. He's gonna, his first goal is going to be an important goal. Yeah. To set the tone. Shorthanded tonight. First put the Oilers up seven. It's like the first basket in an NBA game. Woohoo! There's another 56 baskets coming back. That one team. Yeah. But you got excited about the first one. All, All right. right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That is a wrap. We'll be back on Friday to recap the games and hopefully wins over Chicago and Detroit. Thanks for tuning in. See you then. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.